Welcome to another episode of the Carefree Black Girl Diaries, where we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. I am the host, Shakira, and I want to welcome you back if you're already a part of our Carefree family. Um, But if you aren't, maybe you're new here and you happen to stumble across this podcast, we welcome you to join us. Um, If you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe. It's free and you'll be notified whenever there is a new episode here. So welcome everyone. Um, We've been gone for like two weeks and I have some explaining to do, but I will tell you all about that a little bit later on in the podcast. But first, we're going to kick it off with our carefree updates. So I just want to start our updates with a very heavy dose of black girl magic. And to all my guys listening, because I do have guy listeners here, um, y'all can get this magic too, you know, but I believe in the last episode, I was telling you all about Michelle Obama's book entitled Becoming, and I ordered mine from Amazon. So far, it is amazing. I'm not going to tell you what happens in the book because I don't want to be a spoiler. I don't want to spoil anything for you if you already have the book um, or if you plan on purchasing the book or getting it as a gift for Christmas. You know, I don't want to be that person that tells you what happens in it, but I will say that I was incredibly surprised by the transparency and I feel like I'm getting a more real life version of her by reading the book um I think while she was first lady in my eyes she just seemed so poised and untouchable that I love the idea of her without really loving her if that makes sense like I love her but the idea of her was what all of us were seeing but in the book, it's completely different. Um, we really see a different part of her and like the layers to her beyond the surface layer of this first lady that was so graceful and well-spoken. Um, the book really feels like you're reading about a friend. That's really how personable the book is. But yesterday, Elle and some other publications let us know that the book sold 1.4 million copies in the first week. Now, I just want to say that again in case you missed it, you know, in case you missed it, sis. 1.4 million copies in the first week. That's monumental, and I just love that she didn't stop after Barack's term ended. So, so many families kind of just fade into the darkness after office, which I get. I mean, if I had to be the face of America for four years or eight years, I would probably disappear too. But Michelle and Barack both are using their influence to continue to voice their opinions about what's happening, make a difference in our country and the world. And I'm here for it. I am here for it. And in my eyes, they are definitely my forever first family. I think they are a lot of people's forever first family, especially with what we have in office right now. But you know, we're not going to give that negativity the time of day today, because we're focusing on black girl magic. So that leads us into our next person. So in other news, I'm sure you all have heard of the crayon case cosmetics. And This cosmetics line is owned by SuperSense, Super underscore Sense on Instagram. Well, this past Monday for Cyber Monday, she made $1 million 
in an hour and a half and she kept up her Instagram to like keep her followers updated so they can see like a live count of what was going on behind the scenes and just to see the joy in her face was so beautiful so I want to send a big congratulations to her so if Michelle can sell 1.4 million copies in one week and Supercent can make $1 million in less than two hours. To me, that's just proof that you can do absolutely anything you put your mind to as well. Um, There's nothing that Super and Michelle have that they were born with that's any different than what you were born with. And I do acknowledge the fact that some people do have a leg up when it comes to things like this, but... Michelle was from the south side of Chicago and Supa is from New Orleans, Louisiana. If they can do it, so can you. And I want you to always remember that. And that is the end of our carefree updates. Now let's get into the topic. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So now is the portion of the episode where we dive into our topic of the week. And this topic is inspired by a recent trip I took. And I was in Orlando, Orlando, Florida, two weekends ago because I was casted in my very first short film to X. And I will drop more details on that later on. But first, before we get started, that was the reason I've been gone for two weeks because I was learning my lines for the short film and I just really wanted to do very well on it and I didn't want to have any distractions. So I was focused on that and then I had two exams in school. So, you know, everything else kind of like fell to the back burner until I could clear some of like those things off first. But now we're back. So anyway, back to my story. On my last day there in Orlando, um, so we shot the film on a Saturday and I was coming back home on a Sunday so my cousin and I we went to breakfast before I had to leave and I hadn't seen her in a while and when I say a while maybe like a year or more than that so of course we had a lot to catch up on um family wise school wise things in our personal lives um but my cousin is older than me She's in her 30s, so she's wiser than me, and I'm not going to lie, I do consider myself to be pretty freaking wise. (laughs) I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but um, I think I'm pretty wise for my age, and I like to attribute that to the fact that I had older parents growing up, and my siblings were a lot older than me, and my cousins as well. Like Some of my first cousins have kids that are my age or older so that should give you a visual as to um what it was kind of like for me growing up around older people 
but we're at breakfast, you know, talking, catching up and everything. Um, and she asked me, how was my dating going? Um, was I seeing anyone? Was I interested in anyone? You know, so verbatim, I said, this is what I said verbatim. Well, don't judge me. But I was talking to this guy for like a year and he was telling me that he didn't really want a relationship, etc., etc. And one day I get on Instagram and he has posted a picture with this girl and the caption basically says that this is his girlfriend and I was so heartbroken. But I mean, you know, I'm good now. I'm over it. So the very first thing she says in response to me is, no, you're not. And I'm like, huh? like, what does she mean? I'm not over it. Like, I told, her, I just told her I'm good. So seeing the confusion on my face, she was like, before you said any of that, you said, don't judge me. So you prefaced everything that you just told me because you're ashamed of that. And y'all, if I could have melted in my seat, I would have... I just felt so taken aback because don't get me wrong, I have really great friends, um, but usually I'm the one lending an ear or giving advice. So I don't have a lot of people that kind of turn the mirror on me so I can see myself or, you know, read me in a good way. So I was speechless. I haven't had that done in a while. Um, and while I was speechless, it was cool because she kind of filled in the empty air. <laughs> with everything that I needed to hear and probably some things that you need to hear as well. So that's why I'm using my conversation with her to discuss our topic today, which is thank you next. And I know the guys are tired of hearing it, but I mean, we've heard B words and S word for years. So I don't really care if y'all are tired of hearing thank you next because y'all going to get this work today. And I'm going to break down what she said in three points and hopefully some, if not all of it resonates with you in some kind of way because sis, my memory be lacking a little bit. So it's taking everything in me to remember this entire conversation as it happened, but I wanted to remember everything so I could bring it back to you all because it was just too good for me not to share. So after she tells me like, um, you're still ashamed of it, she said that in order for me to take the shame away from it, I needed to flip my perspective of the relationship or lack thereof in this case. So instead of looking at it as a waste of a year or, you know, something like that, think of it like this. Know that it happened for a reason and maybe that reason is to not accept that anymore from anyone else. And it sounds so basic, right? Like I literally tell people this all the time, but again, when you're in a situation yourself, it's hard to have the same perspective or make yourself follow the same advice that you have given someone else I'm sure we all know this so hence this is why I hadn't taken my own advice so the first thing in accepting what once was when it comes to relationships friendships any kind of ships is to know that it did not happen by chance um 
this wasn't just happen happenstance. I am a strong believer that everything that happens is perfectly designed for our lives. And that's probably why my favorite Bible verse of all time is Romans 8 and 28, which says all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So my favorite part of that, especially um, definitely called according to his purpose, but all things work together. Um, I love that because it always gives me a reminder when I'm going through anything. So back to the relationship aspect of it. So whenever that relationship with that person doesn't work out, it hurts. Yes. Sometimes you feel like you can't live to see another day without this person. But believe me when I say you can, you will and you must. I'm going to give y'all a short story time real quick because it kind of just came over my heart that I needed to share this. So I'm going to share it with you. Um, There was a girl that worked with my mom and the girl had a sister. So my mom, this girl and the sister all worked in the same building. So one morning, my mom, she gets on the elevator and the sister gets on the elevator as well. Like while my mom is already on it. And my mom says that usually she will always speak. She seems so cheerful. But this particular morning, she was kind of withdrawn. So my mom chose, you know, not to mess with her. Maybe she needed space, you know. Um, well, that day when she got off, the girl drove to a park and she chose to end her life there because the guy she was in love with, either he had either he had gotten someone pregnant or he was seeing another girl and she had just found out about it. So she was embarrassed. But maybe you may be thinking, um, who would choose to take their life because of a guy or a boy or even a girl? But I want you to understand that everyone processes emotions differently. So how I process my emotions is different from how you would process yours and your friends and their emotions. So just because you may be able to bounce back quickly from heartbreak or someone breaking your trust doesn't mean that other people are able to do that same thing. But I wanted to share that because if you're going through something, I want you to always know that even though it's dark right now, baby, there will always be light again, but you have to live to see it. You got to stay here. And if you encounter someone who seems removed or they may seem like something may be bothering them, it's kind of in our natural instinct to just kind of leave that person alone. You know, these days, what do we say? Like drink water and mind your business. But sometimes all people need for you to do is get up in their business, get in their face. Sometimes people just need you to see them and see them beyond just surface level and a quick smile. So if something seems a little off prod them a little bit before you just charge it to the game and go about your day so that was my little intermission there I felt that needed to be said so yeah point number one is know that these things have happened for a reason and maybe the reason is for you to not accept that anymore from anyone else so in my case I knew that I should not have been waiting for someone to want to be in a relationship for a year I wouldn't even wait for that for six months right now but you know back then I just felt like oh he'll change his mind he'll change his mind um 
knowing darn well, knowing darn well that that's not what I wanted. So that's what I got from that. So I have to know that it happened for a reason. And my reason in this case is to be aware of the fact that I don't want that ever. I don't want to have to wait. But point two. So she laid that on me. And then she was like, Shakira, forgive yourself for allowing that. And she was like, she said, you knew it was wrong and you knew you really wanted to be in a relationship with that person, but you stayed anyway, hoping, wishing that one day they would come around. And I'm not going to lie, y'all. I did. I just knew one day he was going to wake up and he was going to have this great awakening and this realization that I was the one and we'd have, you know, this happily ever after blah, blah, blah moment. Now, true to here, it wasn't until I woke up and moved forward with my life that I ran into him this past month. Yes, y'all. And he was like, you know, I really messed us up. You were the one that got away. And you know what I said? Go ahead, guess. I want you to guess. I said, you're right. <laughs> you are absolutely right. I am the one that got away. You did mess it up. And now my light is shining, it's shining way too bright inside of me to ever, ever, ever let him or anyone else for that matter dull that. I work too hard for this and I remember the feelings that he made me feel of inadequacy and not being enough not being what he wanted because obviously I mean like you haven't made me your girlfriend so that must be it right wrong don't let these men or women trick you into thinking that you are the issue I mean unless you really are the issue then yeah do some self-evaluation but most times it's them um they have some internal issues that they need to face and work out before they get into a relationship with anyone and force those same issues and insecurities on another person so honestly in hindsight I'm glad I dodged that bullet but Forgive yourself for staying too long in a place that you were only meant to visit. In life, you have these situations with people, with jobs, with opportunities where you were only meant to pass through them. And what I mean by that is you were supposed to get a lesson that you needed from it or you were supposed to be a blessing to it. And sometimes we forget that and we want to start unpacking our stuff. We want to start propping our feet up on the couch, pulling the toothbrush out and leaving it in the sink. When God said, uh, what are you doing? You were only meant to be here for a season. This is not your home yet. So don't get it confused and find out whether these things, these people, jobs, opportunities are homes for you to be long term or if you were only supposed to be a visitor in that space. And after you've done that, forgive yourself if you overstayed your welcome and keep it pushing. And the last point she said to me was if you don't realize it happened for a reason, which was point one, and forgive yourself for it, which is point two. You will always close yourself off to other relationships. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I am definitely super hesitant 
um, when I make the decision to involve myself with anyone. I don't know if you've seen the video of the little boy on a diving board and he's like, they're trying to encourage him to jump in the pool, but his little legs are like shaking so bad. And he's like, he's just terrified of jumping in this pool. But if you haven't seen it, look that video up on YouTube and you will have a visual representation of me. That video is me um, before I jump into things with people. And I've just realize that who you associate yourself with and choose to be involved with could literally make or break your future. And I mean that so seriously. Your relationships with people are a choice that you get to make. You decide who's worthy of being in your circle, who's worthy of being your friend and calling you a friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, all that, all of that. And there's this YouTuber, her name is Kennedy Johnson. I found her about two days ago and she is hilarious. Um, When you get a chance, look her up. But in one of her videos, she said that her mentor told her, um, we learned in elementary school about the basics of energy. And we know that energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be transferred and that that applies to people too. And I just found that so profound, even though I just find the most simplest things profound. But check this out. She said, when you associate yourself with people who actually she not she didn't say this. I'm saying this. When you associate yourself with people who really not trying to do nothing um, or even people that are on the opposite side of the spectrum, people that are doing too much, like way too much. And I don't mean that in a positive way. You subconsciously mirror them and their behaviors that saying that old saying birds of a feather flock together is so true um and if you're one of those people that are like that's not true that's not true my friends are like this but I'm not like this reevaluate sis reevaluate because even though my group of friends is a small group we are very different but we're also very much alike so even though, you know, we were raised differently sometimes, um, we may have different political views, but ultimately we have more similarities than things that we don't have alike. But anyway, when I'm choosing to, you know, decide who gets to be around me, I'm extremely careful. And I just thought that me being that way was the reason why I was fighting off relationships with people after my dealings with this person. Oh, I'm just being careful. I'm filling him out first. No, sis. You are looking for qualities in him that remind you of that person from the past. And even if you don't see any qualities that remind you, you're going to find something. You're going to find the smallest thing that he does and be like, you know what? That's why. That's why I was taking my time. He did this, even though it could be the smallest thing, the smallest things. But you will associate that back to that old purpose that old person and use it as an excuse for you to not give it a chance and that's true tea right there and I need to stop masking that behavior as me being careful no I'm being hesitant to try and protect myself and protect my heart from something that may happen again and I'm just too afraid to admit that so before we get up out of here our recap we got a recap 
first know that it happened for a reason and maybe that reason is for you to not accept that anymore from anyone else forgive yourself for it and once you've done those two things it'll be easier for you to stop closing yourself off to new things new people etc and when you've done all that you can really say thank you next and keep it pushing sis I really do hope that we help someone today and feel free to share it with your best friends, your boyfriends, your auntie and them, classmate, whoever you feel would benefit from hearing it. Share it. Don't be stingy. We share around here. And I want to thank my cousin because she has no idea that she inspired a entire podcast episode. She is so trill, y'all. And I would say that, you know, I would shout her out on the Carefree Black Girl Diaries Instagram page. But um, she's a lawyer, so she's really low profile. But just know, if I ever have anything else in the future that she inspires, you know we'll be right back here breaking it all down again. But in the meantime and in between time, you can follow Carefree Black Girl Diaries on Instagram to stay updated on our posts and see our cute little you know, pictures and stuff that we have up there in our IG stories and vote for things that we have up there. And yeah, I think that's everything. I want you guys to remember to stay black and carefree. And we'll see you next time in the next episode of The Carefree Black Girl Diaries. Bye, guys. (laughs) Thank you.